Today on Wildfire Daily, we're talking about running boredom. Even the most seasoned runners get stung by the monotony of running mile after mile, and especially so when the good old British weather dampens any plans to go further afield, and when winter daylight hours make it tougher to explore new areas. So today I'm going to run through my ways to beat running boredom that I've been using over the years. You might notice that coming up the recording sounds slightly different. That's because I shared this advice a while ago, but it's as relevant today as it was then. Enjoy! Let's start with the simplest one, and that's reversing your running route. Rather than run your loop on autopilot, turn left rather than right out the door, or vice versa. This will help keep your mind occupied as you see new things on your run, and is good for the body as well because you'll encounter the gradients of footpaths and rows in the reverse of what you usually do. You might find that running your route in reverse is actually a bit harder, or you might find that it's a bit easier. Give it a go and see what happens. Next up is making a virtual running date. Lockdown has removed so many of the interactions that we're used to in daily life, and it's bloody tough, isn't it? I really miss going into the office and chatting about training or talking about a class that I've tried or even just catching up with friends after work and going through our weeks. So what I've been doing is making virtual dates and you can do this with running as well. You simply agree a time that you'll all go on your individual runs, obviously try and run for around the same time. And then when you're back, as you're having your big glass of water, all jump on a video call and you can discuss how it went. You could use something like FaceTime or House Party or Zoom to do this. What this does is it gives you a chance to talk to others about your run. Plus, by making a date with your pals, you're more likely to actually do the run and not wake up and think, oh, I can't be asked today. Go on, give it a try. Next up is putting on a podcast. Podcasts are perfect for runners but you guys know that you're listening into this show. But if you've exhausted your audio library, let me share some of the shows that I've been streaming on my runs recently. I've just got into a show called The Immaculate Deception, which recounts the story of a fertility doctor who was determined to create life by any means possible. I am hooked. In at number two is Dying for Sex. This is the story of host Nikki Boyer's BBF Molly who finds out she has stage four breast cancer. After finding this out, she leaves her unhappy marriage and sets off on a quest to experience a series of sexual adventures with the time that she has left. It's both heartwarming and heartbreaking, and I haven't been able to stop listening to it. Lastly, Happy Place. It's likely that you've already binged on Fern Cotton's Happy Place, but if you haven't, then do. I particularly love the episode with Joe Wicks. It's one of my faves. In fact, I've actually listened to it twice. Right then, on to the next point. Let's talk about guided runs. I started listening to Nike's audio guided runs a few years ago when no amount of pop music could get me through individual speed work. Since then, audio coaching has become big business and it really does help us runners to improve our speeds and running style. Night audio runs are still going, but if you don't want another app, why not try the Welfare Workouts that launched this week with Oro? 
Yes, I'm plugging them, guys. I know. But every Wednesday, we're sharing an audio session to guide you through the workouts that will help you become a stronger, faster runner. They're completely free. So wake up on Workout Wednesday, go into your podcast app and hit play on that workout. Up next are landmark runs. These are perfect for city runners. After a warm-up, guys, please don't skip the (laughs) warm-up, run hard for a short interval to a landmark like a post box, a shop, a car in the distance, or perhaps a street lamp, and then jog easy while she recovers to the next landmark. All you then do is simply repeat this. This is really good to do if you're an early riser and you're getting out on the pavements before anyone else is about. Another thing you can do is chase the bus. When I was living in London, I loved chasing the bus because it made the same route that I did all the time that little bit more enjoyable and interesting by adding a game element. So what I would do is I would go out on my run, I'd warm up, and then when I could see a bus in the distance, I'd pick up my pace until I got there, and then I'd slow down, I'd let the bus go back off into the distance, and then I'd chase it again. And I'd keep doing this until I was kind of exhausted and then I headed back home again. Why not give it a go? If you're not in the city though, don't worry. Here's an idea for you country types. Do some Googling and find a hill in your area that is about 100 metres to the top. You want it to be quite close to your home because you don't want to have to run too far to get there. Although your run to get there can count as your warm up. Next, when you get there, Start at the bottom of the hill. You then want to run to the top of the hill, focusing on pumping your arms and your running form. A coach once told me years ago that the best thing is to split hills into thirds to help you manage speeds and efforts. The first third should be about 50% effort, the next about 70, and then the last is everything you've got. Once you've got to the top, you then jog down, you then turn around and run up that hill again. I would start with doing probably about five repeats and then keep adding on to this week after week as you get fitter. If you can't do five, don't worry, do three. If you can do more than five, great. Just give it a go, see how it feels, and then use that as your benchmark to keep improving upon. Next up is the idea of dropping down and giving me 20 whilst on your run. Just because you're out on a run, it doesn't mean that you can't include bodyweight exercises. So why not split up a 30-minute run with simple bodyweight exercises? You could run for five minutes, then stop and do five sets of 10 push-ups, squats, or something like a hip bridge, and then run on. Stop again after another five minutes and do a different exercise. This concept works really well in parks, actually, because you've got benches to split it up. And also benches are great for doing tricep dips or step-ups or something like that on. Go on, give it a go. Another thing that you can do on your runs to take your mind off how much longer is use your run to focus on your form. To do this, you want to focus on having your gaze directly in front of you, pulling your shoulders back, almost like you're squeezing something between your shoulder blades, having your arms at a 90 degree angle and pulling your elbows back rather than swinging your arms forward whilst you run. You also want a long, tall spine so that you're not crunched down. Memorise those points and then when you're out on your run next time, recall them, check on your form and see whether you can improve that whilst you're running. Up next, and it's my last point, is coaching yourself. 
A great way to change up your standard running route is to split it into easy, medium and hard efforts. What you want to do is run easy for about three minutes and then run medium difficulty for about two minutes and then run hard for one minute. Keep repeating this until you reach the end of your run. If you're keen to hear more running advice, then head on over to Wellfire the Running Podcast for full episodes with expert advice and inspirational stories from the global running community. Now have a lovely day and I'll catch you back here tomorrow for some more Wellfire Daily. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum.